This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch. Down under. I'm Matt Peverell and I'm joined by my co-host as always, Marky D, Marky Davison. Mate, there's people in the live chat, Steeler Chick, Kathy Forward. You know, everyone's keen for this show and uh, and Jer Devil too. So welcome, everybody. Well, I was just going to say, you sound pretty, you sound heaps keen too, Matty. Why are you Mate, keen? I'm raring to go. I'm like, are I'm you? pumped, man. I'm watching the Olympics at the moment in like, you know, I've been having the banter with the guys in the Slack channel about Katie Ledecky and... You know, from America and Ariana Titmus, the Australian, who's like the equal and the golds. And then last night, uh, an Australian, a white man, you know, actually made it to the semifinals, 100 meters. He went to my school. He was coached by the same, even now, the guy that, like the coach that coached me. So, man, I'm like pumped at the moment. I'm feeling good. Had a good night rest. It's a sunny day outside. Yeah, man, I'm pumped. And we get to talk Pittsburgh Steelers. We're a week away from the season. The regulars in the live chat are Steelers family. Get to talk to you, Marky D. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Yeah, we got uh, also we have the Pro Football Hall of Fame game coming up in six or five, six days. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about that. A lot of the young blokes who are playing for the first time in the Steelers uniform. And what better way to start their career in hopefully in 10 years' time that some of these guys can go back to the Hall of Fame. So what a yeah. what a you know full circle kind of idea that is. We're versus the Cowboys. I don't care if it's preseason or if it's the if it's playoffs or regular season. We still want to beat the Cowboys. We want to try and run it down their throat. And I want to see good competitive football from these young guys. And I know we're going to talk about that a lot today. That's it. It's funny, you know, like we talk about like Hall, you talk about Hall of Fame there. You know, Ryan O'Toole says Troy has COVID. I know, I know, I can't believe he's got COVID, but you know, hopefully we can get through everything to be right for for next week. But 
you know, and lucky it's happened as early as it has. But uh, it's funny. So we have a kind of a thing. I have the worst handwriting in the world. It's like that saying that if you, you know, you have bad handwriting, you should have been a doctor, right? Like mine is terrible, right? Like I take my handwriting to the pharmacy once, like, and they're like, what is this? But we have a calendar up on the wall and my fiance, she's always like right all over it. I love when you write all over it. It makes me feel like we've got stuff going on. She woke up today and I'd written Hall of Fame game in the day and I'd put like blocked out the whole weekend in black and yellow pen and, you know, made sure that it was like, this is what I'm doing this day. Don't disturb me that day. This is what I'm doing. And it felt so good to be able to write that in the in the calendar. You know, we're one week away. We're one week away, you know. Yeah, it's pretty, and then it's if- pretty exciting, Matty. Sorry, sorry. It's, it's ma- massively really- exciting. I'm, just, I'm so keen to have football back again. We both have our, uh, for the visual uh, guys on YouTube, we both have a Troy... Uh, Troy jerseys on. Maddie just came in. Um, this is something we didn't have last year with football and all the COVID stuff going on. Yes, we couldn't play it. Um, this year with the NFL, we can. And hey, we've got four preseason games, but it all starts here. And this is the journey that for a lot of the young players we're going to talk about. I've, I've got a few um, drafted players, I think, that will step up and have a chance. And it's all about competition. You hear they had the, uh, the Steelers had the big fan fest today. Um, like I would like pay big money to go over there and be a part of that. It's just, I'm so excited to see it. And a lot of people say, oh, it's only, it's only a preseason, but you've got to like, you know, there's a small window for the NFL every year and you know, the off season can, can drag on. So with the, with the NFL, you've got to enjoy every single moment of that, of it, haven't you? That's it. That's it. I should actually clarify before I tell why, man. But we have never had Australia's never had someone. We've never been able to produce this. It's not an event that we're good at. We've had some um, indigenous competitors before that have done really well, but we've just never, we've just never had it. And it's just, it's just Australia has never been good in those events. It's not, a, it's not a racial thing or anything, anything like it. But we're just all sitting back here going, "Wow!" because it was an awesome performance. Um, but yeah, moving into the preseason, like. Uh, it's so exciting. And this is why the title of our show today is Preseason Opener, because I think the Hall of Fame game in the old in the old preseason scenario where you had four games and then anyone that played the Hall of Fame game, it was the fifth game. This year, the Steelers and the Cowboys are two teams, and it's been talked a little bit about our fellow co-hosts of um or hosts of BTSC shows, is like around the fact that the Steelers can actually operate this preseason like they would any other preseason because they've got the four games. So you can do that flow where it's all the undrafted guys, the guys on the fringe of the roster. The second week, you might see a, a, a full first quarter from like the starting team. Second, you know, the third game, you'll see more like a half potentially, even though Big Ben still probably won't play many snaps. And then that fourth game, it's guys that are really on that fringe fighting for positions and what have you. So I think it's really exciting. And I think, we should be feeling pretty blessed about it. One, we've got all these guys and coaches going into the Hall of Fame. It's great that we can supplement that with a game. Like if you were able to make that, and I know, Mark, you know, you wanted to make last year's so bad and you would have done anything to make this year's if it had been possible. You know, it's just, that's an awesome, that's like, it's pretty much the Steelers Hall of Fame weekend more than anything. But for us, when you think about the O-line, when you think about the running back position, when you think about our young wide receivers, when you think about the new you know, secondary players that we've brought in, you know, a lot of those undrafted free agents, we really need that fourth game. Like we should feel very fortunate that we're having that fourth game because I think there'd be a lot of questions and we'd, you know, there's more 
data and insights and and play on tape that the coaches are now going to get to see against opposing teams. It's one thing to see stuff against your own teammates. It's a completely different thing to go up against an opposition team who haven't seen you before, who don't know your tendencies, you know. So there's someone in camp right now that might be getting battered and bruised and might be having the best camp, but maybe they show up against the other teams. Although you've still got the scenario where we don't want another Tuzar skipper situation. (laughs) Yeah, well, he was a, a massive hype train, wasn't he? We talked about him last week and we all fell in love. But that's what happens to me, Maddie, with some of these players I'm going to outline today. Um, they do some really cool things and it is only preseason and then the, the fan inside of you falls in love with them and at the end of the day, they might get cut. So that's that's a, that's a reality we face as in the NFL. You can't have 90 people on your team. You can only have 53, uh, 40 ought to cut. So... You know, it's, it's it's still exciting though. It's these guys get a game check or they get to be a part of it. And they're coming from colleges. They're coming from other teams. Um, guys getting new opportunities. It's just it's just really good to have football back. And then in no time, in four weeks, we'll, we'll have our team and we'll go and verse the Bills. And I think right now, I think we have a good chance to, we're playing the Bills in week one. We have a good chance to beat them then rather than later. So it's, it's going to be helpful. Now, I had a question for you, Mark. It's been brought up in the live chat. Did you hear that Justin Houston went to the Ravens for the same nah. the same amount of money that we signed Melvin Ingram? That's nah, okay. That's whatever. Good. Uh, it's <laughs> uh, I don't really care. Like I thought about, I saw it this morning with these you know big plays going to opposition teams, and even my mate Mike Hilton goes to the Bengals. Um, I dislike these AFC North teams that much. I don't care. I still think we have every chance to beat them. You've got to rally behind your guys. You can't worry about who you didn't get because it doesn't get you anywhere. You can't control that. So there's no point thinking, oh, we didn't get Malik Cooker. We didn't get this guy. We didn't get whoever. Um, I was a little bit annoyed about Hills and going there. But that's going on. Right. Like I support the jersey and the team, not the individual player. So it. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter who's wearing the jersey. As long as they're a good person, a good bloke, and they can smash the Ravens or smash the Bengals and Browns too. Then I'm happy. That's all I want to see. If we could beat them six and zero every year, fantastic. That's it. And I mean, as Ryan O'Toole says, like you know, if it's the same amount of money, then maybe the Steelers didn't really want him. And and the other thing too is I don't want. I think the other thing is the attitude. You know, we don't want another prima donna in the in the Steelers team. You know, we want people that are going to actually you know go in there, you know, manage you know be happy to take you know a, a lesser role at times or you know balance the snaps or what have you. And I also. Now that Vince is out too, I like what Ingram can do. And, you know, we've talked a lot about Ingram, so I don't think we need to go back into that one, but it is what it is. Also, before we crack right into it, Stacey Lynn, we've got to bring up this comment here. Stacey Lynn tried to make the Anzac biscuits. Yeah, right. I tried she says Anzac they ran biscuits. together but tasted good. Yeah, they kind of do run together, like when I've ever seen them made. That's kind of how it goes, really, unless they made a big one. I've kind of got no idea what you mean by run together. You know, like when it all mixes together, so it doesn't sit in its... I don't know. That's why I'm assuming what happened. I don't know. We might need Stacey Lynn to give more details. It just reminds yeah. me of the, you know, the... um, Everyone calls it something different. You know, like the home tech at school or whatever they, whatever it is, you know, where you do the cooking and all the other sort of things. I don't remember uh, high school. Is it home yeah, ed had, or home... Uh, it I can't remember. We had one as... We had one... 
might have been home tech or food tech or something like that. Food tech, something like that. that's what it was. Yeah. And I remember I nicked some of my mate's cookie stuff when he wasn't looking, and I made this giant cookie that like I put in the oven, and I had it like make where it wrapped around the oven trays, and I had this giant U shaped cookie, and he had a small cookie, and the teacher came up after and was like, "Why are you different size cookies?" And I was like, "Yeah, mine's a bit U shaped." I had this cookie. You know what? It was literally like. I can't. It's good for all the, the people viewing on like visual right now, but for the people on the podcast, it was like three dinner plates. Like imagine like one each side, and then the dinner plate is the U shape at the bottom. It was great. It was huge. They're quite handy those uh, classes. To be honest, I still I still remember. I make a mean breakfast and a mean omelet. I still remember in year eight I made a Spanish omelet, and then I've just you know improved it every single year going on now fifteen years, which well, leads into the, our- ben, the big Ben <laughs> Spanish omelets. <laughs> I was trying to segue into like being into a player that we're going to our second year and then I've got 17 years of Spanish omelets, but here we go, Steelers, here we go. I'm so excited, Matty. Let's let's get cracking. Let's talk. All right, so and we will address the Steelers Hall of Honor. We're going to use that, do that in part two, so I don't think we're ignoring that one. But um, so home economics, that's what George Teston calls it. I know it's different. I know it's different in the US, uh, but anyway. All right, let's crack into it. So the focus of today's show, Mark and I have basically gone away and we've picked a couple of players that we're, we're sort of saying, have a look out for in the Hall of Fame game and, and what they might mean for the Steelers and what can we expect from them. And, the, you know, it's going to be an interesting one to see where we both land on it because there's going to be players that obviously are rookies and there's going to be guys that are on the fringe roster. It'll be interesting to see whether we've got some overlap. Obviously, we talked about you know, some players recently in the last year, their deal, and Mark and I had minimal overlap, which is quite funny because uh, often we think along the same lines. So, Mark, this week I want to go one for one, and we'll see how many we can get through. Uh, I've got a couple of guys that might be a bit shorter and a couple of surprise guys for you. But who's the first player on your list that Steelers fans, BTSC listeners, should be looking out for in this Hall of Fame game and what, well, what could that mean going forward? I should have got out my jersey because I've got a number 84. Um, but it's going to be Rico Bussey. I, miss, oh, I, miss I like this. I like Rico Bussey. Like, I previewed him in War Room. We got him like under. Oh, yeah, this is good. All right, let's go. I, Do it. Okay. For my take on it, I don't know too much about him, but that's what I love about it. So I did see him have an interview with the Steelers, and he seems like a very humble guy, a very cool bloke. Very down to earth. He seems like a worker. He seems like he wants to get things done. Now, the reason I bring him up is I think in preseason games, these are other players that we fall in love with. He would. I, I want to see him crack some some big runs, some good catches, really move that ball forward, and get us in a position to win. Because these preseason guys, they they are trying to play for a job. They're being, they're trying to be competitive, so they they want to make sure they get a spot. And on the Steelers receiving uh, roster this year, there's maybe only one spot that might be there, which is Ray Ray's spot, number five, and depending if they get six. Now, Tomlin has always said, if you leave it on the put on the field and put it on tape, we'll look at you. So if he can, can create some headway and some noise about Rico Bussey, great name, good number, he's going to be, he's going to be uh, someone to watch for sure, at least during preseason or this game. Yeah, that's it. And he's another player that, you know, he had a bad ACL injury in 2019. So I know a bit about him, but, you know, he had this ACL injury. And before that, he was getting a lot of vertical separation. He is only six foot. He's like 186 pounds, what have you. But he runs like, I think it's a four, five, 40 time. So he's pretty quick um, when we look at it. And this is what, this is one of the guys that, 
I've talked a little bit at last couple of weeks around wanting a developmental wide receiver that can do the return game. I think he's got a bit of experience in the return game and whether that puts pressure on a Ray Ray McLeod, but um, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm really interested to see what Rico can do because you got to think, you know, look at in 2019, what Deontay Johnson and what James Washington did with a Mason Rudolph and a Devlin Duck Hodges. If he can show up a little bit this week, I'd be really interested to see what he can do with a bit more first-team reps. Uh, and you know what? Like, as well, I, I hope people don't get, you know, lost in this whole number 84 sort of situation, you know, in the fact that he's got that. Like, it's there's a there's a hun- like 100 numbers or 99 numbers. Like, depends if you have a zero, right? But let's say there's 100 numbers that you can have a jersey with. <laughs> there's 53 guys, you know, <laughs> you know, in the, in, the, in the roster that, you know, are playing, you know, week in, week out. Like, there's going to be a, like, people have to have the numbers and we've retired two numbers. So at the end, and we've kind of pseudo retired another three to four, depending on your well, that's, number. that's it, Maddie. So we like, he's ret- just got to wear it. Like it doesn't, I don't, I don't want people to buy into the 84 thing. You can't retire them all. I've always had this, this little idea about a lot of teams are retired about 20 numbers, but if this game continues until we're in it, we're in really like into our eighties or nineties and we're still watching football. Are they going to go to like 10 a, 10A and 10B and 11C, like how many numbers can you retire? And Rico Bussi was asked about the number 84 and he said, I just got given the number. And look, yeah. he's, a, he's a young player. And th- these, are the, these are the games we want to see these guys excel and really put, if you want to put a bit of stress on the coaches, this is what you want to do. You got to go, oh, hang, we've got Ray Ray and we have a good core five. <sighs> do we bring in Rico Bussi as well? What can, he bring, what, can, what, what can he bring to our Steelers offense? And I think he'll be, he's going to be very exciting to watch if he comes out swinging and, you know, maybe he gets five receptions or four, a touchdown, does some key blocks, then he's definitely going to be, be someone fun to watch. Yeah, and I think with him as well, like, you know, he's sort of the sort of player that I think he's going to be really good in like that, I'd call it the mid-passing game, but, you know, that sort of medium, you know, not too deep, not too long, like not too deep, not too short. Uh, but... This is the thing. He's someone that can get open. Um, but I'm interested to see what he's like in an NFL system as well and whether NFL coaching and getting off that injury has helped him. But he's a great player, Mark, that typifies why that first preseason game when you've got four or the Hall of Fame game in our instance, this is the sort of game where someone like that can start to build and progress. And, you know, if he'd been drafted last year where we didn't have the preseason in the way that we usually have it or even like what we have this year, he's a, he's the sort of player that was going to suffer from that. So, I, I you know, I, I think that that's an awesome pick. All right, well, let's, go, let's go straight to your second one because I really like that no, you one. Do, do, my three in a row, do my three in a row there? No, just go to the next one. We'll see if we get over oh, that okay. that way. All right. Um, so the next one I looked into on the offense again, um, I'm very intrigued to see how this running game is going to go. And there have been reports that maybe Najee won't play that much because he's a superstar. So I'm thinking I could to, my, to my next guy, I can see it as well, maybe play one one drive. It's and I also had this thought too that and we talk about we talked about this uh, off air a few weeks or weeks ago, months ago. We talked about us playing football. And I remember you saying to me, Manny, that you wouldn't play because you wouldn't trust the other team trying to tackle you or and it made a lot of sense to me. You know, oh, like now is in like while. Like, yeah. 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 So to give everyone a bit of background, Mark and I were talking about um, sports that we would play. And I was saying to Mark, I've still got, like, I just turned 30, right? And I still got this thing where I'm like, oh, could I go around again and just play like 
you know, park football, you know, as we like to call it again, we're like proper, it's proper competition and, and tackle, what have you. But I said to Mark that a lot of the time for us, I, I played when I was about, the well, last season I played when I was like uh, 23, 24. And the, the thing about it was that there were teams that just basically wanted a, a legal way to go out and brawl. And then there were half the rest of the league that wanted to actually play rugby. And I just said to Mark, like, that's what I don't trust because once you start professional work or, you know, working regularly and what have you, you can't be walking in with, you know, black eyes every other week and, you know, this injury and limping and all the rest of it. It's just, it's just not a viable, you know, proposition. So, yeah, that, that's sort of the background to that one. But uh, that's, that's why I reckon it, it could be very similar to maybe holding out Najee and why they hold out a lot of the pros because now there are 90 people on this roster and on the other side on the Cowboys roster. I'm not saying they're, they're going to go out and be thuggish. However, these players aren't in the NFL culture. They're coming in and if they want to put a big lick on uh, Najee, don't they? They would want to hammer him in to, to, to be in the news and say, oh, I, I, got, I took him out, right? Yeah. So you've got to hold him back because you don't really trust the opposition and what they're going to do until into the regular season when you're going to be, um, you know, going 100%. And also, if you put Najee in and he doesn't like, he doesn't run 100%, you're going to get injured as well. So there's yeah. a lot of those factors. So I see, have I said my player yet? Nah. <laughs> 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 All right, time out, time out. Uh, my player is uh, Kalen Balage. Um, I okay. want to see what I want to see what he can do because we're already have seen Jalen Samuels, and I'm a big fan of Samuels. I just, just like the way, as a human and as a football player, uh, we've got Benny Snell there, McFarlane's there as well. Now, how does uh, Kalen Balaj crack that roster? Like, it's a same, similar uh, thing to Bussy. He's on the outside looking in. If he can uh, create some havoc, then he, he will get these coaches talking again. Yeah, nice. He's not on my list. Thought, so. what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I think we, like there was that reports the other night after the training camp that McFarlane broke a 40-yarder or what have you. Like, I mean, Balazs is fighting Samuels for a spot, really, so uh, at the bottom of the roster there. Uh, and I could see them putting Balazs on that practice squad if it's 16 players and you can have more veteran players. So, you know, maybe you're right. Um, you know, this is the one for Balazs to step up. But this is also the sort of game the Balage could be playing for a spot on another team. And, you know, this is sort of game where you do have those, you know, third and fourth string running backs play uh, and you get a feeling for whether they're going to scrape the roster or not. Or at a minimum, they won't allow you to rest your top guys like your Najee Harris's and your, and your, you know, Anthony McFarland's. I would hope though McFarland does play a bit in this game. I think he does need to get a chance to go against, you know, NFL sort of speed and, you know, uh, timing and, and quality, um, even though that we are talking about a game that's going to be largely played by, you know, the undrafted, the practice squad guys, the third and fourth stringers. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's sort of the situation with Kalen Balaj. But, yeah, I mean, interested to see what he shows up because, you know, <laughs> we've got to, we better know what he's going to do before he's going to make the team. So. Yeah, well, it's it's just that this running back, we all know who number one is. Uh, I think we know who number two is with Snell. And then the, the the counterpart, maybe the trickster, will be McFarland. And if they carry a fourth guy for special teams too, maybe Balage can be um, uh, on defensive guy in special teams or he can start to run the ball. I just think it's like a lot of these guys as well, like they could easily not make the team. Both these players I've already said, Bussy and Balage won't make the team. However, they might put a good bit of tape on preseason, and that's what it is. 
I'm not saying they're going to be 100% to make it. I'm just saying in this game, this is a perfect game for them to put everything out there and go, why can't I play football with the Steelers, you know, and, and make people nervous. And it's going to make these other players better in front of them. Ray Ray would be sitting there. If, if, if Bussy takes one back, Ray Ray would be sitting there sweating. He'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> like, that's my job. And he took one back. And the fans will too. The fans will get behind Bussy. Do you want me to do my that's third? Or, or Yeah, go for your third. Yeah, All go right. for your third. Uh, this one is, is solely based on, and I want to, like, this one, if he does play really well, is this is the defense. Um, this would be like Tuzar Skipper last year, cause, just because of his name. And you might know more about him as a player, but I love the number 51. I love how what James uh, Farrier did with the Steelers, and I like the name Buddy Johnson. I just think it's so, a cool name. I, fact, I, I don't think he's going to be wearing 51 during the season. What are you doing to me? I'll well, Trey <laughs> Turner's wearing a 51 at the moment. And they had that photo shoot the other day and Trey Turner had the 51 on. I don't think Buddy uh, – and I don't know. I didn't see one of Buddy Johnson, so I actually don't think that's going to be his number come come the season. Sorry to all say. All right, we'll, we'll scratch him off then. Uh, I, I just think we'll put the number. Um, what what number – so he's going to have to make the team and then choose another new number. I think I think that's going to be the case. I think Trey Turner is going to play with the 51. Because didn't didn't uh, Tuzar Skipper wear 51 as well? Wow, maybe I've just got something with the 51. Maybe I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he did. Oh, I could be completely wrong. Jared, um, no one anyways, season. so the whole idea behind that was that I was just going with <laughs> the name Mace, and I thought, like, how cool is Buddy? Like, what if your name is Buddy? Like, that'd be the coolest name in the world. But he's like old school. He's got like the neck pad. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you look, okay, for his talent wise, if he can turn up on the field and and then you know, I chose a defensive guy too. If we see him get uh get a sack or a force fumble and get the steel offense excited really hammer one of those guys uh, in the with the Cowboys, then it's another guy on their list and say, well, will he be depth behind Spillane and, and Bush? Is he uh, a stealer for the future? Um, mm. And if he doesn't wear 51 because of Trey Turner, fair enough. We'll put him as something else. But I just thought he'd be another interesting guy. And, and it's another guy we drafted too. He, he was Yeah, he was drafted, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth round. Yeah, okay. I like it. I like it. Well, you've cracked through them super quickly. Like, I can't yeah, believe how we've gone through. I mean, it's hard because we're talking about players as well. What are guys we haven't seen on tape before? Exactly. And, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I've got four. I've got four anyway. But I've got a lot, you know, we've got some exciting things coming up for part two. So why don't we bring Sling and the Sling way forward to now? We usually use it for part to open part two. Uh, but we, we're going to move things around today, you know, mix it up a little bit. Just as we always like to say, as Big Ben likes to sling the rock, we like to sling the Aussie slang. Mark, what do you got for the listeners this week? Yeah, you've, you've done and thrown an audible right there, and you've caught me off guard. I've done a full start. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm really all out of the loop. Five-yard penalty. Five-yard. We're, we're going to lose five listeners off listening live right now. <laughs> yeah, they've been going up and down all night. It's You know, what are we, first and 15? No, so I've got this one today, and I know you know what this is. It's... Uh, and I really can't get my head around it because I really I know I never say this phrase. Yeah. And I, I don't know. And it doesn't, it's if we can just like try and dissect what this actually means. Sure. So in Australia, in Australia, we have this phrase that's that is called have a good one. And oh, I say that all the time. But it, but it doesn't but mean people, people doesn't in mean? America say that now too. Yeah, but it, it's just like with the context, like it doesn't really mean too much. Like me and Manny could be at a party and I'd be like, oh, I'll, I'll check you later, Maddie. I'm going out to, you know, go buy some uh, Mickey D's. And Maddie would say, oh, have a good one. I'd be like, 
you too. <laughs> what, what am I having and why? And am I having a good time? Uh, am I having a good but have a good one's like, you know, but that's but I, that's what I like about it. Have a good one is like, have a good day. Have a good game. Have a good drive. Have a good whatever, you know. Have a good life. Have a good it, just, one. It, leaves, it, it leaves the second person to, into the interpretation of whatever it can be. So the first person just goes, have a good one, mate. And you're like, can yeah, I tell you? <laughs> well, you just said Mickey D's as well. I think we have talked about that before. <laughs> for everyone as well. Mickey D's is what Australians call McDonald's. Or we say Maccas, which is a really Aussie thing. Like when you go, I'm going to go get some Maccas or whatever. Like when I've been in the States, everyone's like, what the hell is Maccas? It's very different to, you know, other, other you know, words, connotations with Mac as well. So, um, yeah, that's pretty funny. Have a good one. Do you know what well, I find they... really weird? You know when you yeah. get like work emails and people put best at the bottom of them, right? Like I know I'm a stickler. Like some people, I don't know, maybe it's an Aussie thing they do, but some people put best at the bottom, like instead of like kind regards or thank you or whatever it is, they write best. I always sit there, I'm like, what is it? Is it, you know, best regards, best wishes, best day, you know, best piss off? Whatever. <laughs> what, what does it mean? It's exactly exactly the same as uh, have a good one. So like I'm telling Kinda. you, I, I I'd never say have a good one because I don't really. I just, I just, a lot of guys say it back to me, or you know, when you go, um, someone gives, oh, here, here's your coffee, you're like, oh, have a nice day, or something like that. And then you say, you too, like, you get them all mixed up. Like, we just say these things just off our tongue straight away. Um, I, with the email and stuff like that, I say, kind regards, or depending on who I'm talking to, like, cheers. Or sometimes you just leave them in suspicion and say nothing at all. <laughs> well, George Teston's come in with a special play because I didn't actually have anything for Sling and the Slang this week. Mark and I just wanted to talk some Aussie stuff. Uh, you know, usually I've never always been able to find a word, but you know, George Teston, you've come in, you've uh, saved me here with the with the Hail Mary. So George Teston says, What does this mean? I come from the land down under where beer does flow and men chunder. Well, obviously, land down under is Australia. Mark, what does chunder mean? Chanda means to uh, to be a, a vomitron. Uh, this means after a big night or during the night time. During the so, night, yeah, yeah. Mark yeah, and I it, come from the same prob- school of thought. Probably better than like I used to. If I was really sick from the beers, I used to try and sleep it out because I hate to do, hate that. I don't like to to vomit or anything like that. No one really does, right? Uh, but Chanda is like yeah, a but ha- surely, surely you've done a sneaky mid session Chanda. Oh yeah, because you can fit more in once you once you go to the yeah. pub or the pub, you can <laughs> you go around the around the corner before before you see the security guards and you just go, you know, yeah. and then and then you run around and go, Oh, how am I going? Am I looking all right? And you just got everything <laughs> on your shirt. <laughs> and the guards like big night, mate, like, no, nah, I'm I'm pretty good, eh? And you just then you don't get in. Um, but yeah, chunders is uh, it's pretty gross. We have a lot of gross terms, uh, terms like that. Now I'm gonna get you back before we go to break, uh, Maddie, because a few weeks ago I did the American accent. And oh, our mate, man. here we go, mate. But the now, thing is, the thing, all right, but to be fair, right? I'm not too bad with accents. I'm one of those people, though, that like I have to like naturally break it out, not just like say it. That's the thing. Like maybe I can start always, talking about it a bit later on. <laughs> mine always starts with, oh my God, can you guys do an American accent? <laughs> the easy, yeah, this is the thing. And like always the easy one like is that. to do like the, oh my God, and like the totally and sound like a, you know, teenage (laughs) shit kind of thing but i actually can do it the the thing is is this is the thing is like i actually can do a half decent one and i've been picked up on that before so uh maybe we'll break it out later on 
part no, two. No, I can't do it off the cuff. Off the cuff, I'm oh, terrible. Okay. We just used about. I love when this thing and the slang when we have nothing prepared and we have used off the cuff, Mickey D's or Macca's. <laughs> Chanda. How many, Chanda, how many have we used? Thanks to George in that one. Uh, and I said, oh, George, I, last week, I, I think I did, I'll oh, use my credit card. Like, it's, it's, it just hurts my throat when I do that. I just can't. Why we, because we talk fast. Oh, I talk fast in Australia because you don't yeah, want to fly fast. Yeah, you don't want the, the, the flies to, you know, during summer to, you know, round your face and stuff. You got to talk fast and get your point yeah. out. Yeah, I do. I enjoy bad shrimp on the barbie. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. It's it's great. Like it's not as it's not as bad. That's the thing. Like, oh, uh, it's great. That is absolutely great. Yeah, yeah they call it Mickey D's. Um, yeah, the vomitor <laughs> vodka drinker comes up. <laughs> It'd be better to tell us about chundering than the vodka drinker. But uh, the vomitorium was a Roman thing. They would eat to excess and use a feather to vomit. So That's <laughs> not. Is that true? So were, I can't. They, I can't imagine it is. So that was. It's, so it's, it's past vodka o'clock now in the United States. In you know, on the East Coast. I don't. Is that true? Is that so true? The, the Romans were gone before they went to the club in Roman days to go dancing. They carried a feather around so they would get past the guards. So the, is that what they did? Michael O'Malley says, I'm Irish. We don't puke. I've seen plenty yeah. of Irish guys puke. <laughs> plenty of Irish guys puke in my time. That's funny. Well, vodka drinker, I like that. That's something I've learned today that, you know. So if you see a bunch of Aussie blokes carrying feathers around, then you, you, right. you know. Take you back to the Steelers, though. <laughs> Who do you reckon would be the biggest chunderer on a night out? Oh, I, I got it. My first, my first. <laughs> and thought then we got to get back to Steelers content. Hundred yeah. percent. My, my first thought was uh, Juju. I think he might take it a bit too far. He might because I think he might get one or two drinks in front of himself. Be a bit too much of a party animal. Um, Chanda, and then back to back to dancing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, BMW who? Benji says it's not true. He took Latin for eight years. Fun fact: I also <laughs> took Latin for five years. Uh, I got sick of it. My my school was really good at it. And like I'd get like high eighties out of a hundred, and everyone else was getting mid nineties, and I got bored of being the shittest player. Oh, sorry, yeah. uh, the worst player. There we go. There, <laughs> there we go. go. That's the second swear jar from put, me. Put that in the tip jar, man. You're getting too relaxed. Um, to yeah, get, that was. Uh, I got I got bored of being the lowest. I got being you know bored of being the lowest on the depth chart, so I quit. Um, which isn't really the right attitude, but anyway, you get scaled down in, in the schooling system here, so it is what it is. Uh, all right, well, that finishes up <laughs> part one of this week's <laughs> Steelers Touchdown Under. Join us for part two. We're going to crack on with my my list of players to watch out for uh, in the upcoming Hall of Fame game. We've got a question to kick it off that we want everyone in the live chat to feed into as well when we kick off Q&A. We have heaps of audience Q&A. Uh, and we've got a super chat from Rhino Tool as well that we'll open up, you know, part two. But join us for part two. If you're on the audio side, flick over, whether you're listening on Spotify, Pandora, um, Stitcher, Anchor, iTunes app, whatever it is. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.